0: We love wrestling and that's why we're here, particularly British wrestling, for this show. Hello, I'm Kyle West. I am the host of this little show called We Are The Universe. And I'm the man who will guide you through our breakdown of this week's episode of NXT UK. And what an episode it was. It ran long. It was just great from start to finish. I cannot wait to talk about it. On that subject, joining me this week is a brand new guest who I will introduce very shortly. Uh, Before that, I just want to thank you for listening, whether it's your first time or if you've listened to previous shows. I appreciate it so much. Uh, If I could please ask that whichever platform you're listening to this show on, be it Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any of those or more, please subscribe to this show. And by all means, please leave us a rating and some feedback. That is also really appreciated. It would, it would go a long way to helping us grow this little show that I feel very passionate about. And anyone who's been on it feels passionate about. And I do believe from feedback I'm getting that listeners feel very passionate about as well. Now, I normally ramble on in this bit. I'm not going to. It's a bumper show today. It was a longer episode of Anxiety UK to digest it's going to take us some time to get through it so uh, i won't waste any of that time we're talking nxt uk episode 34 let's just break it down let's do it i'm joined now by brent caldwell uh, all the way from the us of a brent hello hey. how are you doing hey.
1: great kyle uh, thanks for having me on
0: Appreciate. No, no. Thank, thank you for joining me. Uh, so, whereabouts in the US, in the USA, are you from? Tell us. No, no, uh,
1: Detroit, Michigan. So, uh, if you, anyone's not familiar with uh, the way the United States looks, it's the state that's surrounded by all the lakes.
0: <laughs> right, that's that's the one. Yep. <laughs> so, have you, have you lived there your entire life? Or?
1: Yes. Yeah. Born and raised here. Uh, our largest import used to be automobiles and now it's uh poverty and crippling depression that's okay
0: <laughs> sounds like sounds like everywhere else then really <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah pretty much yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh wrestling fan your entire life no pretty or... much yeah. Yeah? yeah
1: yeah yeah since uh 1991 <laughs> oh wow wow yeah uh so yeah i uh, loved it my whole life uh and uh i i and i am absolutely Head over heels in love with NXT UK. I just think it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, I've been watching it from the very first episode, and I never miss a week. It's uh, my favorite hour of wrestling weekly for oh, sure. Wow.
0: Were you familiar with uh, any of the sort of UK scene? Uh, I wish before? that I
1: could say I was, but I really wasn't outside of of people that WWE like signed or yeah. whatever, um, it, what really hooked me, I think, was that uh, that Pete Dunn-Tyler Bate match. Yeah, yeah. And so then I went back and watched all the other stuff, like from those, those tournament shows that they did, and then when I found out that they were doing the UK brand show, I was like, perfect, and I've just been addicted since then. <laughs>
0: no, it's, uh, it's funny how many people say that the, um, the Pete Dunn-Tyler Bate match uh, really sort of made them sit up and take notice of the uh, of, of the brand and oh, of, of the scene in the uk as well no it's great it's, it's always great talking to people who uh, only know the the talents through nxt uk because i i don't really want to dwell on any of the independent stuff they do um on the show so it's great to just chat to, to people who don't have any sort of um, preconceptions of how these people should be booked or um or even right. rivalries because you know these, these people have had rivalries with each other in other companies. Um, just obviously WWE, for the most part present them as as new matches. They do uh, oh, of course. they do acknowledge that some history. They've acknowledged the the Tony Storm and Ginny history that um is for the most part from outside WWE and, and things like that. But no, I think it's it's great to sort of just chat to people who only know it through the thirty four episodes now that have aired <laughs> plus the specials. Uh, yeah, it's so, always
1: cool to have a fresh perspective. I guess. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, before we get into this week's NXT, then uh, you said you're a fan from '91. Uh, what's your what's your earliest wrestling memory?
1: I think I, w- I was I was flipping through the channels as a very very young kid, uh, and I think it was it it, it just it, it was it just came on, and um, I believe it was Ted DiBiase and Kerry Von Erich. Not and. Like about 30 seconds into it, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And uh, I convinced my parents to get the uh, 1991 Royal Rumble pay-per-view. And that was it. I mean, it was like... I was no, it was like, that.
0: oh, right, yeah, what a pay-per-view. Yeah. Was, <laughs> what a pay-per-view, pay-per-view like, concept. Well, yeah.
1: This is my life now, so...
0: <laughs> and here you are, like, what, almost 30 years later, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 28 years later, still. It's amazing still how
1: it. fast that goes. But but yeah, uh so and, and I've uh, I've loved it ever since. There's definitely been certain periods of time that I uh that I you know think of uh, more fondly than others. But I mean, you know, I mean it's it's I love wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you know my, my uh my earliest memory I've got uh with mm-hmm. wrestling uh is i <sighs> right, so basically uh, when I first went to I used to borrow some tapes off my mate uh who had used to get the pay per views so his- parents were for from I was, I was a kid myself uh, i must have been i must have been 10 um and then I, I used to take the out of the vhs copy go home my parents would let me watch it they won't wouldn't want me to take my tv for three hours downstairs they'd let me watch it on their small tv that was in their bedroom um which was like above the wardrobe you know the little, little tiny TVs people would have in their bedroom. Yeah, not yeah. Like every, everyone's got like you know i've got 40 inches just in my in my bedroom now <laughs> <laughs> right. 15, 16. It's downstairs you with know, exactly. a small, small little screen. I'd watch it in there for three hours there, just what, um, laying on the bed watching. And I've only just recently, uh, like only like maybe two months ago, worked out which show it was. Uh, and it was, I think it was King of the Ring, 90, I want to say 96. It's the one where Austin um, did his yes. first 316 promo. So, and, yeah,
1: King of the Ring 96. Yeah, that was, that was huge. I mean...
0: I have no idea, that. though. Because in my head, I just remembered main event, HBK, uh, British Bulldog. I remembered uh, Bulldog's wife being involved. And so I just felt... And I remember Jake the Snake, because he was like the first person I remember seeing on the show. I don't know if he was in the opening match or not, but I remember this guy with a snake, and I was like, God, this is terrifying.
1: (laughs) Right. right, Yeah, yeah.
0: so those are the only two memories I got the whole show. And it was only a few months ago, and I thought, I need to find out what that show is, because I'd love to watch it, uh, watch it back now. And so luckily I could remember the main event, and specifically, obviously, Bulldogs uh, lady oh, being yeah. there. So it was it was quite easy to track down the show. And then when I realized it was the same show where Austin dropped the 316 promo, and I had no idea. So all this time I've been a fan since, I've never realized that I didn't remember probably the most important thing that actually happened on <laughs> <in> that show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Certainly, historically, the most important thing. But, I mean, I, I don't think anybody had a clue at that point what that was going to lead to. I mean... Uh, But it definitely grew so organically. uh, You know that was that was huge, and and to think he just kind of set it off the cuff or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. And that predated the NWO thing by a month. You know, because I think a lot of people sort of think about the NWO being the thing that sort of revolutionized the whole Attitude Era Monday Night War thing. But the Austin Three Sixteen promo happened first. <laughs> Uh, it took about a year for him to blow up, I guess. After that, but I mean, you know, I mean, he was off and running. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, and there was there was me, ten year old, ten year old Kyle <laughs> having no idea the significance <laughs> of what he what he was watching.
1: <laughs> well, hey, well, hey, but I don't blame. I mean, Shawn Michaels and the British Bulldog. I mean, you know, those th- those two always had great chemistry. So you know, I I know Sean usually got the better of it in the end, but uh, you know, I, I I always loved both of them too. British Bulldog was one of my favorites growing up. Um,
0: well, so. I naturally gravitated towards him because being oh, British, of right? Like, yeah, and particularly back then, it was all about being proper patriotic to your. Uh, uh, well, I guess I guess actually, you're you're Americans. So it's still there in America. I, from from the outside, it looks like that culture's still there of being very patriotic to um, to your country. But over in Britain, we become a lot more cynical. <laughs> about... It's uh, <laughs> we don't know, really even so... cheer on our own country for anything anymore, unless <laughs> you know, we have it's to. So you know? Weird because
1: we that's kind of it it's like it's it's definitely cynical here too but like at the same time yeah it's it's this bizarre duality where everybody like hates it but like just is all wrapped up in patriotism at the same time. It's very weird. It's very strange. Every, everything you've heard about the United States, both the good and the bad, is probably true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it's mostly bad right now, I won't lie. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I agree. <laughs> but it's not much better coming out of my country. We've just um, uh, literally, we've just had two votes. We've just done the same vote twice tonight um over brexit no deal stuff uh they, they had to do the vote twice it's such a shambles but uh, i won't get lost in politics on this show <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah we could be here for positive, an hour just right? talking about that yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> uh, so let's break it down uh nxt uk aired its uh 34th episode uh, this evening at the time of recording uh, it's just gone off the air just over an hour ago um a really good show just to start things off i thought i loved
1: it it was packed you know like this is it was like, packed a... it went long
0: as well it went long it was over an hour
1: yeah it was it wasn't it yeah. like it was about an hour and 15 right yeah yeah close to that, yeah. yeah which was great i mean i'll take it you know, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> give me more of that that's almost a mini pay-per-view <laughs>
0: well it is well you think um smackdown without the adverts is is what about an hour and 20 hour and 25 so um yeah, or commercial. Yeah. sorry for you um so i guess the <laughs> i have to remember the, the lingo um <laughs> But yeah, so a similar, similar runtime. I mean, it was packed; it, it was loaded with promos, and that's actually what we're going to go through first. Is just, I mean, I'm going through my notes, and it's just, it's just notes and notes on promos. There was so much interviews and packages on this, and this is one thing I love. Now the show's back to episodes that were filmed in the UK. Thank um, God. Well, you know, hearing that from from an American <laughs> is is fantastic. Because I'm not going to lie, I know it probably it was actually probably a, a very international audience there anyway because it was access, but it was not the great uh no it's, no it's, those it's for the first shows in the US were US. awful yeah, for, good. for
1: the tapings those phoenix crowds were so bad i was it was depressing watching those three episodes or whatever i'm sitting here like i want to i'm like where's if you hate gibson shoes off like you know, i know like,
0: i thought everyone would want to do that like it's like oh it's like gibson's over he's probably going to come over like four times a year let's get let's get our shoes off <laughs>
1: I, let's sing the we, song we yeah. do it from the couch like every week <laughs> when you out we're all we take our shoes off because it's so much fun to get into it. I that's the thing, like I mean you guys sing all your chants and everything. It's like these crowds are amazing. I wish we had that here.
0: Yeah it's proper uh it's proper football crowd um style drink drinking beer and just singing yeah. songs and um <laughs> uh, but then everyone always thinks that the crowd are trying to get themselves over but it's like well no it's just that you go to a football uh a soccer game in the in the United Kingdom and uh it's it's all songs about uh you know your favorite players on the pitch, or you're singing derogatory songs about the opposition's <laughs> the opposition's players and it's just um that's just what's carried over into the wrestling uh, which
1: is a wonderful it's like it's so amazing to see people so enthusiastic and so uh you know and, and and some really witty stuff too like I remember i was cracking up like a few months ago when it was it was Rhea Ripley and Dakota Kai, and they started doing the da, 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 Dakota Kai, and yeah, I yeah. was just dying. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I,
0: you know, I wasn't. Uh, I I'd been there. Oh no, I hadn't been at that taping, and I heard about it the chant, and I was I was waiting, waiting for the episode just to uh, just to hear it. Uh, yeah. So the, I don't know who the people are in the crowd that are so creative. Mind, there's there's obviously a, there's a little core group who are just come up with these uh, pretty pretty badass uh, chants and songs for the. For the guys but um yes yeah, so let's let's um let's break it down so it opened uh yes. with um an interview with sid scala and johnny saint interviewed by glenn joseph of progress wrestling but uh we don't acknowledge it's him in all these interviews <laughs> um <laughs> but he has such, right. given that he does the announcing for um or the commentary for uh for progress it's very hard to, to miss his voice as well <laughs> but yeah, right. uh, uh so they grabbed him in the car park and uh well they do this they've done this a few times in um uh, it's something about um it's the it's sort only of difference between nxt uk and like nxt where nxt does a fair few of the uh, parking lot for you just in case uh, car park uh interviews but it, yeah it, it's visually um. you can tell the difference in the countries though because i feel like the the nxt uk uh scenes they have a different vibe in the background to what you've got on nxt all the time i like little touches like that that make the the brand's that little bit different and you can tell they're in different countries. It's kind of like, I just feel it looks visually different.
1: Um, Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. There's something about the presentation of UK that really it it stands out versus all the other brands, like in just some kind of in almost intangible way, but it is like you said, those little touches that are, that are nice and, and it it was, it was a really unique open. I wasn't uh, really expecting that. So that kind of caught me by surprise to have them out, in in a parking lot or car park, you know, uh, just uh, you know, just kind of Hype announcing the, the it yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, that's cool. I mean, you know, don't Americanize the show too much, but you know, but it was neat.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and so we also had. And saw, I like
1: those two as a pairing too. By yeah, the way, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sid Scaller is uh, he's excelled in that in that role. I think, uh, and it's covered for Johnny because Johnny Saint him He He's not great at at long scripted uh, segments, although I'll never forget um, the first night of the the UK tapings in Cambridge when he came out uh, to stop uh, Noam Dar and Zach Gibson from fighting. And he came out telling to stop and then he forgot his lines and he just literally just stood there and was just like, carry on. And he walked up, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then, and then we're all like, what, "What, what the hell has happened?" And then he just uh, thirty seconds, and you can see Noam Darn down. And like Gibson had no idea what to do. And then, uh, and then thirty seconds later, Johnny Saint just rushes out again. He's like, "You, you get in my office now." <laughs> <laughs> just... and then he stormed off and then obviously they, they spliced it together uh on tv to make it work but at that moment i was always like oh no it's like johnny saint just ain't gonna work <laughs> it's not gonna happen uh, and then uh but then they, they put him with sid skylar and i think it's uh it's worked quite well now actually and you could keep johnny saying that because role sid for a long can time
1: handle, yeah sid can handle like the the longer bits of the dialogue and johnny saint can kind of just drive the point home with one you know short sweet to the point uh, phrase or whatever. Like I think, what did he say today? Tonight he was like, uh, "Like let's go to it" or something. Like, just oh yeah, he doesn't know.
0: say much, does he? <laughs> no. He like later on, he's like, "Speaking of main events, let's go watch the main event." Yeah, that's it. All all right. Right. <laughs> so, all right. thanks, thanks for the contribution, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we saw a um, a video package for the uh, for Joe and Mark Coffey uh, to sort of showing how dominant they've been. And I, in my head, I didn't really think we'd seen them work as a tag team too much on NXT uh nxt uk but actually from all the footage they were showing i was like wow actually we've seen quite a lot of these these guys working together i thought there was just that video package hyping them up as a serious threat and i thought they looked they looked genuine they looked like they were going to potentially kick pete dunn and Walter's asses
1: oh yeah and i I love gallus as a unit they're a great heel faction and i hope that uh i hope that they're able to continue their momentum after this you know Pete Dunne Walter situation is over with however long that is you know I I I think Joe Coffey is is phenomenal and uh, you know I mean I like all three of them and they're a great stable so uh, and and they're definitely convincing uh, when you see them it's like it looks like they could you know beat some serious ass so.
0: Oh, I think it's partly because they're Scottish and they sound so angry. <laughs> they the do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, think... yeah, I believe them when they say things, so that's good. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be controversial and say that I think Joe Coffey should have won the United Kingdom Championship at TakeOver Blackpool. Um... I
1: think that would have been like an ideal point to switch it. Yeah. Um, you know, like if, you're, if, if and when you're going to switch it, because at some point I'm going to be like, well, let's just have him pass Bruno San Martino. I
0: mean, (laughs) if you're going to hold
1: on to it that long, you know, (laughs) like, uh, but it, it would have been, that would have been cool. Uh, and then to see like the potential rematches and whatnot that could come of it. But, um, and I'd like to see him, I would like to see him get the UK championship eventually. Um, well, he looks like
0: a WWE champion, doesn't he? Like he's a, he's a little short, shorter, but he's, he's big. He's yeah, he's dudes. a
1: big dude. Yeah. yeah,
0: and that's how I knew he'd go far in in WWE because uh, when he got put in the uh, the tournament, uh, championship tournament uh, last year in 2018, I thought he was gonna. I thought he'd go further than he did. Um, I was surprised when he got knocked out. But on paper, I was like, oh, Joe's gonna do. He's gonna do great. He's got the look that they. He's perfect for him for a UK because uh, yeah, they're getting behind the smaller guys because the UK generally does have a lot of smaller guys. But, I've um, noticed that yeah so the, he's the Jones, like, yeah he sticks out his he? knees
1: yeah he's a beast compared to a lot of guys hmm. um, but yeah no i I love that faction and that was a good hype video too that got yeah. me like, excited for the tag match
0: what about uh how do you feel about uh cassius Ono? are you a fan
1: I'm a fan of his I'm a big fan of his work yeah like yeah. um i his uh you know his strikes are insane and uh you know he's i I feel like he's a guy who can like he's really great at like being able to get other people over mm. and they utilize that a lot in, in NXT. And I think, uh, uh, you know, seeing that, that little clip that, uh, that promo that he did and, um, considering some of the people that he could end up working with that, that has me excited too. like, even like the prospect of him and Pete Dunn having a match at some point, I'm like, Oh yeah, please bring that on. I think they would compliment each other really well. I like that promo too, a lot, by the way, like, um, the way that he kind of was trying to call out the locker room for not being familiar with their own like countries, I love, region's that. I love history. that.
0: What did he say? He was like, um, he said that it's, it's going to be, a, he's going to bring the British, uh, the British style of wrestling TVK, to NXT UK. But he said yeah. he's like, isn't it, isn't it sad that it's an American who's having to do that or something along those lines? Such like, a typical American thing to say. And then even know? when he said about, um, he said talking about Walter, he was like, you know, he, he's saying if an Austrian can. Uh, can come in here and and start beating people up and start getting championship opportunities and you know why can't I I just I just loved it and, it, and he's right
1: <laughs> right <laughs> you know? and yeah. and anytime I feel like anytime a heel promo is rooted in like some good logic that kind of makes sense that's like when it's at its best it's like oh you made me mad but you got a good point <laughs> yeah
0: well that, well it's, it's like any villain in a movie isn't it you you always the the best villains are the ones who actually they believe in what they're doing uh, like, not just yeah. doing it they, they have they have a motive that makes sense to them even if it's very evil <laughs> and like wouldn't. thanos and, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i mean he's still a bad guy but actually <laughs> thinking well in his head he, he thinks he's he's the good guy so uh, i i love this promo actually i thought um i knew he was going to be there um in the uk did you did you know he was coming to nxt uk did yeah, I his... heard
1: that. I he, I heard he was, and so, but I wasn't sure if that was going to be like a little temporary thing, like with how Diana Perrazzo had a couple matches and that was it, hmm. or if, or if he was actually moving over. Is he is he actually moving over to NXT UK full time now?
0: So my understanding from the from these tapings, because uh, he he was there at the second night, so he will he will appear on TV at some point. I don't Oops. think that I don't think that counts as a spoiler because he's obviously said he's coming. But um, right, right, right. <laughs> and I, I believe the. Uh, the response I've heard from it is that it did come across that he was making the, the switch permanently. Uh, and I guess what is it to him? Every six weeks he's got to fly over for two nights, uh, three nights, uh, and then go back to Florida. It's, it's nothing, isn't it? You can still do all his... You can still do the Florida circuit. You can still do uh, NXT. I don't know which NXT group he tours. with. They've got one of them there which goes more around states and stuff. And you've got the one that just does the loop in Florida. But yeah. Um,
1: um, the, 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 the other loop was just actually up here in our area a couple weeks ago and we were at, uh, we were at the house show and it oh, was yeah? by far the best live wrestling event I've ever been to. It was, uh, it was amazing. I've been waiting for a long time to be able to catch NXT and it was incredible, but, um, What was the, uh, yeah,
0: what was the main event?
1: Uh, Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And they, and they, they tore it up and, uh, they, they, they uh, replicated the uh, Shawn Michaels uh, Stone Cold finish from WrestleMania 14, uh, oh. so that, that was pretty <laughs> rad. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I think the, uh, that's that's great that uh, Cassius is coming over there. Um, you know, just you know, that that's just going to be another person that a lot of people can get to work with. That and, and he's really great at making other people look really good. So, you know, that can only be good. I think for um, for NXT UK as a whole.
0: And it was only it was only like two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, when he was back on the indie scene uh, as Chris Hero. That people yeah. were saying he was the best wrestler of that year. Uh, I can't remember; I think it must have been twenty seventeen, I guess, maybe uh, yeah. sixteen. But they were saying that he was the best wrestler that year on across all of wrestling. So, uh, and he—you could argue that he probably hasn't had the opportunity to. Well, that's his old gimmick, isn't it? Uh, that he hasn't had the opportunity to to show that since he's come back into the company so uh, yeah, yeah
1: that's that's what they're running with and and i mean and it's definitely rooted in like a good bit of reality because he has kind of been in a uh get other people over role but unfortunately he's really good at that <laughs>
0: well, this is the problem but then there's lots of money to make from doing that you know, oh there's...
1: exactly oh he i'm not i'm not crying for him i'm sure he's doing very well and i'm sure he's <laughs> sure he's very happy with what he's doing yeah um, i'm
0: sure he is yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Someone who I'm happy with what she's doing is Ginny. Uh, so we saw an interview a segment
1: uh, yes. with
0: her where, again, Glenn Joseph interviewing her. Uh, unnamed unnamed <laughs> reporter. Unnamed uh, reporter, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder what the script says for, for him. Um, she was interviewed and she made a whole dig saying, what, is Tony not around for you to interview? So it was a nice little... Carrying on from last week's one where Tony was getting interview and Ginny was sort of just in the background. Uh, Ginny told us that she's sick of Tony time. She's sick of hearing about Tony Storm. She doesn't care about Tony Storm. And then she just refused to answer any of the questions. And there's a little bit of jealousy and sort of resentment there. She said the time it's her time now. It's the Queen's time. Uh, how do you feel about Ginny then? Because uh, did you watch the Mae Young Classic?
1: Yes, I've watched both Mae Young classics. So you were familiar
0: uh, with Ginny from her? Uh, she had an opening yeah. round match against Tony Storm, uh, which yes. she lost on that. So, what are your feelings on Ginny and on on, on this interview in general?
1: I I thought it was really uh it, you know short, simple, and really great delivery. Like she was, she really came across very believable and um and everything she said uh and and I thought it did what it needed to do um you know, in just a matter of a few seconds. I like the way she continued to interrupt the unnamed reporter as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh to play up the character even more. Um I I don't know if uh I like it you know she's calling herself the queen. I don't know if someone else from the main roster is ever gonna, you know take issue with that <laughs> or something at some point. I hadn't I even mind, thought but... of that actually. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, I, 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 she keep, she continues to win me over more and more every time I see her.
0: Um, well, she looks great now. She's, uh, I noticed it in particular uh, in the at the Blackpool taping. So uh, after Takeover, I was there, uh, and. She had a the match. jealousy
1: is seething <laughs> right now. I was
0: uh, well I don't have very much memory from the first night looking back because I'd had so much to drink, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying it though, I know that much. Um but the second night uh, where I was sober because I didn't want to drink anymore. Um I remember just being so impressed. Just there I've seen I've seen Jenny before, um, uh, but yeah. her physique there was she's a very, feel very small frame was Jenny, but her physique very funny yeah her, you start seeing real muscle definition on her that I don't think really was um was that obvious before and then uh and then when I watched those episodes on TV as they were airing it was even more apparent on you know the way the cameras are picking up and I just thought wow Jenny looks she looks great and she looks threatening yes. like she she's a uh yeah small framed lady but she looks like she could pack a punch like you know and I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of one of them and and she's got quite a she has some submission holds and things like that, and you just you believe that. Just look at her now, and you feel that she can back up everything she's doing in the ring. Uh, Absolutely. I guess maybe that's the performance center, like having the access to the the training areas they've got there and stuff. I don't know if that's part of it, or maybe she's getting more time from a WWE contract now to to invest, to you know spend some more time in the gym. Like all of them, hopefully have now. That's part of the thing, isn't it? They WWE when they came over were giving out these contracts to the guys and saying, "No, oh, we want them to be able to take a few less dates." And uh, or work less part-time jobs and be able to work out in the gym and get that WWE physique going on. And uh, I think Ginny, she looks great now. I think her promos are on point because you don't on the independent scene, you don't really get a lot of time to cut promos. No, not part. at all. It's not just not. It.
1: You're cutting a promo into your own, you know, into yourself. Yeah, camp,
0: right? yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, and whereas, um, you so you don't really know what you're going to get with some of these guys. Uh, now they're in sports entertainment rather than you know independent wrestling, and I think Ginny is is smashing it. And I'm 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 actually surprised that uh, they're seemingly pulling the trigger on the Tony Storm Ginny feud this quickly. I thought they were going to let it just just let it simmer away a little bit, let Tony go through just a, a sort of a, a lesser opponent uh, before getting maybe into a summer feud with Ginny. But I'm loving it. I I love Ginny so much, and uh, I'm a believer. Uh, I love Tony Storm, though Tony Storm is my girl. <laughs> I, don't, I would never want Tony to lose that championship, but I I would love to see an extended feud with, with Ginny. Um, absolutely, I think it's coming. I do feel it's coming. Um, we got a little bit of a video package for Wild Boar and Primate again. Uh, they they aired one last week. Uh, they've aired one again this week. Uh, previously, Wild Boar has been, uh, well, I'm Primate as well, actually, just been enhancement. Um, yeah. On the show. And, the, and look, you need, you, I said this last week on, on, on this, this very show uh, you need those guys. Uh, you need enhancement people. Uh, but Absolutely. now it looks like that's been flipped and these guys are going to come in and they're going to come in hard from the looks of it.
1: Yeah, so I guess they've been doing a good enough job as enhancement and and still playing the role that it's like okay, well we're gonna let you guys have a little run here. So which is which is great. Uh, it's good to see people get that opportunity because that's what you're working hard for and putting in the time for. So, um, you know, and and they're another really unique duo. You know, the NXT UK has a lot of really unique characters uh, versus you know everyone else. Like you know, like I I don't know if wild boar and primate could get over mm-hmm. elsewhere, but it just seems to work in u k and I don't know what it is but uh but I think it's great you know to to have like a a couple of kinda out there characters who are you know so, somewhat outlandish in, in some respects you know i mean like wild boar like that's just so crazy but you know but I dig it, and so uh, that's uh that's cool I'm interested to see who there because because they said they're coming next week right
0: yeah yeah i believe it was next week i thought maybe it was um the week after but yeah i think (laughs) it's i think it's next week yeah uh
1: yeah i'm interested to see who they have them you know who their opponents are you know like who do they have them just devour because i'm assuming they're gonna probably you know have like kind of a glorified squash against i hope so
0: i hope it's not (laughs) i hope it's not one of these ones again where someone gets built up and they lose. is pretty much It was what, what they thought. did with uh with a, a tag team who we were going to come up we we're going to chat about uh, shortly who were on the show tonight but I remember when they put them together they'll build them up in some pretty cool promos and then they lost. <laughs> and and it's a WWE thing I remember uh, I always remember um uh Brodus Brodus Clay uh when he um had the whole serious stuff going on promos and he came out as the Funkasaurus. So uh um, yeah, <laughs> so I'm always. Oh,
1: WWE. Yeah, so I'm always wary when I see these
0: promos building anyone up. But <laughs> uh, funny enough, Wild Boar. Um, he had. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before. He, I went to a show in January of last year. It was uh, Attack um, Wrestling. Uh, it's based in Cardiff. Uh, Pete yeah, Dunne, okay. Pete done Dunn and Mark Andrews. Is, is, uh, yeah, it's uh, the, their company. Um, the wasn't
1: uh, Nixon Newell. Yeah. Rock, the yeah. And stuff, but, right. yeah, 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 um, yeah,
0: Nick's neil's in there. Uh, so I went to it's my first time I went to one of their shows, and and Will osprey I don't know if you're familiar with Will Osprey, but he made a unannounced appearance. and Funnily enough, Pete Dunn was there, I think, unannounced as well. So I got to see uh, Will osprey just won the uh, IWGP, uh, what was it, light heavyweight? Was he going for that point? I can't remember, junior, heavyweight, I sorry, can't and he just won that like a few days before at Wrestle Kingdom. And then he was in a bingo hall in Cardiff, like not even a week later. Uh, <laughs> a and on, yeah. And he had Pete down on the letter. but he had a match with Wild Boar. Okay. And it was arguably the best match I saw of 2018. And it was in the first month. It was in the first week, the first week or two of the year. And it's one of the best matches I've ever seen live. So whenever I see anyone online or other podcasts, yeah, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, you know, and, uh, I hear people not quite getting wild boar and generally it is actually people from, as you said, in Britain, people are getting over with these gimmicks, but maybe not internationally. And the people I hear who are unsure about wild boar are from those international markets. And, Makes uh, and I just, I just want to say to them, I said, look, this guy can go, man. He had one of the best matches I've ever seen <laughs> in my life against. Australia. That's
1: phenomenal. Like I, I, I love hearing about stuff like that. And, and, you know, i you know, Knowing that there's all these guys who can work so well, and you know, hopefully, they're gonna go ahead and pull the trigger on these guys.
0: Uh, well, I hope uh, so. If yeah, like I said, some of them have got to fall into some roles where they've got to be putting people over. But that you no one well, people who watch the UK scene do know, but anyone from who hasn't, who's just like yourself, who didn't know any of these people before uh, the WWE brand started, like so many of these people on this show have got talent that you wouldn't even know yet you know and I I can't wait you you can mine it for ages because you can just change one of these we'll talk about candy floss later Uh, but you know she's there right now enhancing people but if you just decide you want to push her that'll be easy because she can go she's a she's a real I love her technical wrestling so and there's loads of people like that on the show Uh, I want to make a a shout out to the whoever works the green screen uh, on NXT UK so obviously previously (laughs) Nigel McGuinness and Vic Joseph were stood in front of very obviously stood in front of green screen, and they just had, I think it was the NXT UK logo behind them.
1: Yeah. Uh, whereas, and then
0: they were they were around for Blackpool, so they were here for that. So that was they were actually on site, and then I think they were on site in Phoenix uh, for those ones. Uh, we did. I don't think we saw them last week. I could be wrong. We did see them this week. They. It was very done, very well done, uh, but it was most certainly green screen again. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, it was actual moving footage rather than just uh, the, the stock image, the logo. Uh, I'm assuming it was the Coventry crowd. I don't know uh, if it was. I'm hoping it was the right arena that they were showing footage of. Uh, it would be tried really to make them look... funny if
1: it wasn't. But... Yeah, it's just, well, we'll,
0: we'll know when, like, when they go to Glasgow on the next tapings, if they're still using the same shot in the background. <laughs> right, so, then, then I guess we'll know it's that, just... Yeah, that'll be when I do start criticising something on NXT UK. <laughs> uh, but I thought, do you know what? I don't mind those green screen things. But the uh, it's just something about the framing that's off, because it shows... Because it shows their legs as well, and so far right. down their legs, it for me it flags up that uh, that the proportion, like I don't know if that's the right word, but um, the proportions and the angles don't work out with like what they've got playing behind them uh, right. on the green screen so what they're standing because it doesn't look like the de- I guess levels, I don't, uh, depth levels, just don't the, the, seem yeah, right, like the know?
1: like the perception of the of, yeah of the, depth perception is wrong. Yeah, I, that's why I almost kind of in some ways I kind of almost prefer like just the static logo because it's at least it's like honest in yeah, a way. Yeah. And it could even be like one of those things, you know, you could imagine it in your head if you wanted to like, Oh, that's just a, the background they have in the commentary booth. Cause they have a booth maybe, you know, I mean, at least it's, it's kind of, it it's, it's a, uh, you know, versus an obvious green screen of the crowd or something where it's like, oh, okay, you're doing this in a studio off-site or something. <laughs> like,
0: and I'm surprised they don't um, have a just a promo table, a promo table, an announce table uh, up in the performance center, which they would just film that and make it look like, cause I swear they've done it with NXT. Uh, there's very obviously sometimes they cut into the announcers for um, for them to do their little spiel. But, oh, like, uh, like the transition, not... like, yeah, like but...
1: the bumpers between segments. Yeah, yeah, and
0: you can tell it's not taped live at the time. It just seems like yeah. there's like a black backdrop behind it. I'm surprised they just don't do that for, for NXT UK. But yeah, I, I'm loving Vic, uh, Vic Josephs and Nigel McGuinness' work, though. Even though the commentary, apart from like a handful of episodes, has been taped uh, afterwards, I think they sound, it sounds like uh, they're there live. I, I think the way they call the match doesn't feel... Uh, they must be watching it for the first time. I, I think so, that. too. Yeah, it's, because it feels it, live. It feels live. Even it though it's feels not. very yeah.
1: authentic. Yeah, I think they, I think they probably are watching it for the first time and calling it as they see it. Uh, be, yeah, because it, 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 if you were to tell me that they were actually on site calling it, I would completely believe you.
0: Um, well, yeah. Oh, that's why I was unsure until until I started seeing the green screen clips when the NXT started. Until then, <laughs> and that's why I got like, it definitely oh, weren't there." But uh, probably
1: in Florida or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So we'll rip through two more of these promos that we got. This was this was loaded. This episode has so many. We've got already spoken about like six, and there's there's still like another <laughs> five more, or six yeah. to go. Yeah. Uh, we've One of got my a li-
1: favorites coming up. But... A
0: little glimpse of Zaya Brookside. Uh, that's what
1: I was talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought I yeah mixed them up a little bit. So she uh they build building her quite well, actually, uh, Zaya. She's just said that she talks about the name, because uh, obviously her dad, Robbie Brookside, so she talks about how she's proud of it, but she's been bullied from it, and she hates bullies. And Rhea Ripley is the biggest bully that she knows. I mean, that seems a bit crazy, but we'll go with that anyway. She's the biggest bully that she knows, uh, and she wants a piece of her. Uh, and I like this, because uh, obviously if we think about it was either episode 27 or episode 28, uh, when Tony Storm came to make the save uh, in Blackpool when yes. Rio attacked Candy Foss and uh, Zia Brookside after a very good match. And obviously Rhea threw Zaya in front of Tony as she went in for the headbutt. I think is how it played out. And we haven't really seen a whole lot with that because they went to Phoenix and they only took a handful of the roster with them. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad I was always kind of
1: hoping something was going to stem from that. Like maybe there would be a little, you know, tony Zaya match just because almost. But... Um... Well, those um, Phoenix
0: episodes were, I mean, I don't, I don't want to rant on them, because there was some, my God, we had some good matches on, on those shows, um, but it was almost like they hit pause on NXT UK.
1: Exactly. On, and then
0: waited three weeks, <laughs> and yeah. then we came back to actually, and I think that's why we're getting so many promos right now, because they just got, they got so many uh, so many characters and angles that were, were in place before, that they're now like, oh, we are going to get back to these now, we've got to get people familiar with them, and we got to, and that's why we end up with like, what feels like 10 or 12 um <laughs> I think you're probably not. It. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I have, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, and I think that's. Why I love it. the I love the Ziya
1: Brookside, uh, um, Rhea Ripley thing though. Uh, Rhea Ripley is awesome, <laughs> and uh, and I'm a huge fan of Zia Brookside too. And um, the I I would love to see um you know, like an opportunity for uh, a couple of the women to have like a grudge match feud because whenever you get to like a big show, like a takeover or whatever, the, the women's match is always the women's title match or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it would be cool if we had like a, a second women's match that was like a big grudge feud and that there's some potential, I think, there for something like that with Rhea and Zaya. And I think it would be Dynamite too. I, th- I feel like they would, you know, work really great together.
0: Well, Zaya's smaller. Rhea's obviously... Um, much, uh, much more physically dominant uh, to look yes. at. So, and I remember when she locked that—I can't remember the name, but that submission hold on on Zaya in in that actual post-match beatdown, and the way Zaya just like her body was just contorted and and bent. And I just that looked amazing. You can get a match of that. I, I would sit there for 12 minutes and 15 minutes and watch watch Rhea oh. just just break Zaya and watch Zaya's little. Fight backs and like that's that's what wrestling is really, isn't it? It's, that's when it works the best. And it? it's uh, you got the big bully, wait, wait, literally what the storyline is <laughs> the big the big bully, yeah, yeah, and then exactly. the smaller you know David versus Goliath thing. I, I'm assuming we're going to see that within the next two weeks. I would have thought maybe they'll surprise us with it next week. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we're a Trent and Tyler promo Uh selfie one. Uh, these I li- I like these selfie promos. I see people complain about these. There's only one thing I don't like about them, and that's the name flashing up before. Uh, right, but I, I but I love the uh, I, I loved it when they first introduced it on raw. Um, probably not long after the the brand split again, I, I guess, is when it when it came in, but I, uh, I
1: think so, yeah, yeah, I, I love them.
0: I think they, I think it's great, it's different than the I mean, sort of standard, or yeah, it's like it's 2019, you know, it's what people yeah, are doing,
1: yeah, right, exactly. It's like if you were gonna, if you were gonna, like, you know, talk some smack on somebody or whatever, that's what you'd do, is you'd get out your iPhone and Cut a promo into your selfie cam and upload it. Yeah, I mean, you know it makes it makes sense, and uh, I'm a huge fan of Mustache Mountain too.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, oh, I love Mustache Mountain. Yeah,
1: wonderful. I I just their matches are a million stars. I just like I, everything they do is just dynamite, and uh, I can't get enough of these two. I want them on NXT UK and NXT like
0: every week. <laughs> well, they are right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, on, uh,
0: I believe they're going to be on... Well, it, it will probably be airing just as this episode goes out, but I believe they're on NXT uh, yeah. this evening um, again. They were on it last week in a fantastic episode. If, if people... Whoever's listening to this, if you haven't watched NXT uh, from last week, uh, it was fantastic. It was, it was yes, top yes. to bottom. It was the first round of the, the uh, Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, and there was just incredible... Matches, uh, for and there's a fair bit of UK talent, UK shows talent in there. You had uh, the European Union, uh, were in there, Mustache Mountain, uh, Oni Lorcan and uh, Danny Birch.
1: Danny Birch, yeah,
0: some fantastic matches. Uh, but that obviously Trent mentioned references that in, in this promo. He says that they're in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, uh, they haven't forgotten about the, the UK scene and they want those tag team championships on NXT UK. Uh, this is the first time I think we found out that Gibson is not medically clear. I don't remember them saying anything about this before. Um,
1: yeah,
0: I was wondering why we hadn't seen them cause this, well,
1: Yeah, because they were kind of. Did they? Had they announced that they were going to have a match, and then it just didn't happen, or am I kind of? I don't know. Just, no, I don't uh, think it. I don't uh, think
0: it was announced. Oh, uh, well, I didn't okay. see if it, it was, but uh, you got to assume it's coming. Uh, but yeah, in...
1: so we've, we, haven't seen, we haven't seen them now, I guess, in a, a week or two. But uh, I, I didn't realize he was hurt. Like, no, not real. at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because yeah, it's just funny the way NXT, both brands work. But, you know, we're almost, we must be like exactly two weeks since, that, uh, two weeks two months since TakeOver Blackpool. Yeah. Uh, and that tag team match. And we're two months in and actually I don't think Mustache Mountain and Grizzled Young Veterans have had anything to do with each other on screen. Um, no, I don't think and so that's so just so. it's crazy isn't it you think like on main roster where because uh, they use the got to do it for ratings I guess and the audience they have the same talent on there every single week and there's probably some people embroiled in some foods in that same amount of time who face each other three or four times but actually uh, um, yeah. and shared promos each week but actually NXT UK we're, we're obviously headed towards a Mustache Mountain uh, and Grizzled Young Vets match again but it could be another two months away it, it, or more it could be more you know, just, yeah, the, way, just I mean, the way they film the show, you know.
1: Exactly, and then and then how things can change because of like injuries or whatever, uh, like what happened with Tommaso Ciampa. So oh, it's yeah. like and, yeah, and, and it can just, which which is horrible. Like first of all, but uh, you know, and and less im important uh, matters. You know how much it can throw off. You know your storytelling and whatnot yeah, yeah. on the show when you when you've got a month of of TV in the in the bank. And now you got to worry about think about how you're gonna, you know, correct that going forward or whatever. And everyone but...
0: knows that he's had surgery. And everyone knows, that. <laughs> yeah, so you can't even, yeah, you can't even like wait and take some time and people know, they know that he's gonna, he's probably gonna have to drop that championship or something. I mean, maybe they'll change. I'm not sure with that. Um, but no, Tyler Bates said he wants uh, James Drake in the meantime, whilst Gibson's injured, and he's going to speak to Johnny Saint to make it happen. We went to, I think, like a, a commercial, and uh, we came back. He spoke to him very quickly. Very quickly, yeah. And probably from, <laughs> it seems like from different parts of the planet. But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Johnny St. confirmed that match will happen next week. I'm assuming it's going to main event the show. I would I have thought. They
1: said, I think they said it was going to main event. Did they?
0: Fantastic. So I think yeah. I think that could be a great match. James Drake is very underrated. I think and Tyler Bate is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. I don't care. Send your hate at me. Tyler Bates. at 22 years old is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I'm putting it out there.
1: He, I agree with you completely. He's a, a magnificent talent. Uh, you know, love watching. Him. I've never seen him have, you know, anything less than a great match with anybody. It's, yeah, he's he just makes pure magic out there. I have to say, this was the first time that I'd seen that uh, Becky Charlotte Ronda triple threat promo. Yeah, and I know yeah. that's not related to UK, but they it did air and uh gave me goosebumps like i, I i've i been i've wanted it to be just becky and ronda the whole time but when they but but that actually made me excited about the fact that it's a triple threat for the first time so i just wanted to put that out there well the funny thing yeah. is
0: we all we all bitch about triple threat matches and yet yeah, when you look back through some of the best matches <laughs> they're triple, ever, threats. They're triple <laughs> threats you know everyone forgets everyone's so angry at the time that at rest 30 that daniel bryan wasn't going to get his one-on-one match for the the championship and he wasn't going to be in the championship match at one point and then he was right. and it's a triple threat and now everyone looks back and they forget how angry they were before it was a triple threat and uh all you know it's just it's just silly i mean that, that match that could be a whole other conversation but it charlotte flair's one of the, the best female wrestlers on the planet why wouldn't she you is, want she is. Match?
1: I, I think the one thing that I, think, I guess the one difference is that i think for going into wrestlemania 30 you know, it was just everyone just wanted Daniel Bryan to win the championship, and it didn't matter who he beat. And in this case, it's like, we want Becky to defeat Ronda Rousey. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, the only way that that's going to have a completely satisfying ending for the majority of and us. It still might.
0: Maybe Ronda will still tap out. You never know. It could I, still happen. Just because Charlotte's I, in I, there doesn't mean Charlotte's going to eat the pin or or win it. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: If Becky if Becky beats Ronda, I'll go to church the next week.
0: <laughs> right, we'll keep that on uh, we'll keep that on file, and we'll make sure <laughs> we, we hold you to that. Uh, so in what we are now uh, four weeks, we'll, <laughs> yep, we'll we be sending you off to church. We can reference this. We can reference the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> as evidence. Uh, we got as a, a, a Eddie Dennis promo again. He's told us that he's back from exile. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he, he's obviously referencing the fact that he didn't go to Phoenix, or at least he wasn't. On, I don't know if he was there. He certainly wasn't on TV. Uh, he's had I think one. Uh, one match since the Blackpool takeover, he had uh, it was taped the next day, so he hasn't actually been on TV probably for about in a that's match a for six while. weeks or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. been uh, been a long time. So Even uh, with
1: Dave Mastiff. like I feel like I haven't seen him since takeover.
0: I feel this. I don't want a fantasy book, but I feel that's deliberate because yeah. I think he's headed for Walter, and oh. I don't know if it's going to be. That they'll hold off and they'll put the strap on Walter, and then the first challenger is going to be the undefeated Dave Mastiff, and then you feed that undefeated streak to to Walter, and then you think flipping have been building this up for a year, and it's all for this. This is incredible, uh, and I I think that's where they're going with it, because like, they very they they very casually have let this streak go on, you know, but it's there.
1: yeah it's there but they haven't made like a huge deal of it really except for except for when they were both undefeated yeah that was kind of it but
0: he's a big lad can you just the visual of that will be crazy
1: yeah those two beating the crap out of each other would be entertaining television for sure (laughs) yeah
0: i think i think that's where we're going uh poor eddie though i don't know uh, he's got this match with He's announced to us next week i don't know where eddie is headed right now um I enjoyed the mastiff uh, food um I thought they both did great on that, but I guess Freddie is um start from the ground up again and uh yeah and, yeah, yeah I, I mean,
1: he dropped a, he dropped some knowledge in that promo that I was not aware of I did not know that Liguero was uh an almost twenty year veteran
0: yeah you know, he's learned get, a long time. yeah, Ligero, yeah. my
1: american ignorance to, <laughs> casing, but... and only
0: now only now making it making hey it, it just big, goes but... to
1: show you you know just keep keep working for it because now he's you know on global tv you know i mean
0: it's... i'm delighted for him I mean, you, you see him on social media and the way he he talks about the opportunity he's got now with this company and i just and you can tell he's so grateful and, and they're all grateful but there's just something that's so sincere when i see what the leggera was writing and that you just think man this guy deserves it you know he's he, he totally does yeah, yeah and agree. he and he's I talked about this last week. He gets he gets pretty much fifty fifty booking, and he, he tends to lose the some of the bigger matches that he's put in. But he you don't even notice it because he's he's so protected still uh, yeah. on the show. That they, he's one of those ones who he could he could stay in that role for as long as he wanted to. Uh, right, they'd never get rid of him. You know, and he's, it would
1: never hurt him either. I mean, no, no, yeah.
0: So that'll be a good match next week. Him and him and Eddie. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. That's- Good matches we have to look forward to already. Yeah, I know. I'm going to assume the Eddie, the Eddie Dennis Leguero one opens the show. That will be my prediction. It sounds like a good opener, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, well, I say surprise. I knew he, he was coming. Uh, Noam Dar is now officially, con- he's confirmed that he's signed a contract to NXT UK. He's going to be on the brand... Moving forward, this should have happened 34 weeks ago <laughs> when he was in Cambridge. <laughs> I generally thought that's what was happening back then. I thought he was joining the show uh, full time. He had two fantastic matches. I was uh, I was there for both both of them, actually the Zach Gibson match and the Pete Dunn match. Uh, I saw those. And I blew my mind. He was the MVP of that night. Uh, but he's here. He's here now, and he's a heel. Uh, so he. he yeah, it didn't that... seem to, it didn't seem like he was at first. <laughs>
1: no, I I, mean... I I was confused by this promo because I had had it in my head all along that he was a face this whole time. But uh I mean, he certainly wasn't after that promo. <laughs> no,
0: no, not at all. I mean, I love some stuff he was saying. He said, NX he'd been keeping an eye on NXT UK, and it'd been doing pretty good, so he's playing along with the crowd." And and suddenly he's like, "Well, when we go to Glasgow in Scotland though, in a month, this." it's going to be much better. And then he gets the booze. And then he took, and then, then he makes fun of him for booing him. He's like, Oh, what did he say? He's like, Oh, look, he, he mentioned somewhere <laughs> where we aren't. Yeah. Where we are <laughs> And
1: then the <laughs> big golden boots.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's brilliant. He, he And it seemed very off the cuff. It didn't, it didn't feel to me like it was, um, you know, extensively scripted that whole thing. Uh, yeah, it, that's that's, that's the feeling I got. Maybe he's just very good at it. And, uh, and he can hide, hide such things. But, uh, uh, I love that he then just rips on the roster. He says that uh, the roster sort of to to try and fill his his big golden boots. Um, they've been doing a, a four out of ten um and so that's why he's come he's come to nxt uk <laughs> I, love, um, I love
1: that he gave him a four out of ten like, out of four, all. Yeah. like it's like it's like yeah you're like slightly below, below mediocre like you know but he didn't even slate it
0: was like a one out of ten which you'd normally right. know he's like a four like he's put right. thought into it <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. he was so, actually trying to be fair in his own mind yeah, like, that's it. it that's what
0: that's what's so brilliant about it and and you know what i thought was fantastic in this promo is he mentioned um and this, this happens a lot on NXT UK, actually, he mentioned appearances that uh, some of the UK talent had made on 205 Live. And, and NXT UK is really good at not forgetting the history uh, of, of the brand. And so, like, he mentioned, uh, oh gosh, who was it? Uh, Flash Morgan Webster. And, yeah. Uh, I can't remember who else he took uh, in that one show that was on. He mentioned them being on 205 Live. Uh, he spoke up, Mark Andrews. Um, but get you know landed on his head uh, in that match with buddy murphy uh, which i think was buddy murphy's first match after he won the, the cruiserweight championship in australia uh, so it's just i just love it when it talks about its own history because NXT, nxt does that very well but you know nxt as a as a, as a overall brand uh, which right. you don't necessarily see that on the main roster all the time uh, and it's yeah, just great way too much
1: history to try to keep track of i think um yeah, uh, but with NXT, you can, you know, it's like they're still kind of writing their history and whatnot. And, and, I, and I like to see that. I like to see see all the uh, all the threads kept track of. That's that's nice for continuity and keeping things in, you know, in, you know, in the back of your mind or, you know, keeping an angle fresh or whatever. I, I, I like to see that. I like I don't like it when you see and you see it so much on the main roster. Where they just kind of forget about stuff.
0: Um, oh yeah, it's very well yeah. plotted, isn't it? You can tell there's. Yeah. They, I bet you there's a a big whiteboard somewhere in NXT and <laughs> probably probably for NXT right. where they where it's mapped and they can. There's like a little road map, and you can see where where everything's going, where it's been, and there's there's someone being someone is being paid to make sure that um the shows respect their own past. I think, but I just love those little mentions too, and it immediately gave uh, Noam sort of history, with, even though he, he didn't have the matches with them. It it gave him history with these guys as well, uh, and the yeah. roster because he'd been on he'd as he was presenting it he'd been a top star on a show where they couldn't even make a, a little splash, uh, and I, I loved that. And I, like, he's going to come in now, and he's obviously going to be arrogant and cocky. And I mean, he's riled up Mark Andrews, who came out. Um, so I'm guessing I think it's when... good
1: too because he, you know, I think NXT UK needs a couple more like top heels because I think there's like uh, you know there's a few really good ones, but then it's like. It's just it's gonna be good to fill out the roster more with that and and yeah and, and yeah and it looks like he's gonna probably you know maybe him and Mark Andrews will have a match next week or something.
0: Yeah, we, we must be headed that way. I would, uh, what well, I would say, I used to be against the idea of a um, a mid card championship on NXT UK. I just didn't feel it was necessary. But the way this right. roster this roster is getting bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to think you do need. I don't think everyone. He shouldn't give belts to everyone. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't believe that everyone deserves to be a champion. But I do right. think that mid that that middle of the card is so full on NXT UK that there needs to be something in there, which in at the least some Bo of them are going here. for. Like, yes. just I'm not saying I want to just see championship feuds on on the show because I think NXT UK is doing a great job of having like grudge feuds for the most part uh, running through it. You need to, uh, there needs to be something in there. I'm now, see, I'm coming around to it now. There needs to be something in there for. I
1: And mean, I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it needed it right from the beginning. And no. I think it was perfectly fine without it. And it was good to not overcrowd it with multiple titles. But I, I'm with you where I think, you know, probably like this summer, maybe, maybe they'll even introduce it at download festival or something.
0: Yeah. I, well, that'd be great. That'd be a great yeah. place actually today. Cause I think it's a three day taping as well. Right? So I I've, had, there you go. <laughs> I, have, I, I've, I'm probably going to be wrong, but I feel like there will be another United Kingdom Championship uh, tournament, and I think it's just going to air as, uh, as like the Dusty Classic does, as part of the um, the weekly TV rather yeah. than the special. I would part, when I saw that download was going on, I thought maybe they would do it in download, um, and maybe that could be actually for, uh, for a new championship rather than the United Kingdom. Uh, yeah, any title. idea?
1: any ideas for what they could call it uh, well
0: everyone always says they want the european championship back don't they but you can't bring the european championship in just by its sheer name um you know europe is bigger than the united kingdom you right, can't exactly. you can't bring that in as a mid-card title so i don't really know i mean right now the north american one is is presented as the i guess the mid-card or very high mid-card championship on nxt i know eventually they want the nxt belt to to travel around around the various nxt brands so i guess that north american is going to become the the top title eventually on there um but the uk one just by name is at the same level as that north american so it's kind of like yeah what what do they go for for what would a mid card title be be called they'd have to come up with some kind of funky name for it i guess i don't know um you couldn't give it a regional one maybe they could potentially get called it it could be a television championship you know, oh, it could, that it, would
1: be great! Just bring back the television championship. It, could, it
0: would work. It, the naming would feel like it was still on brand and on uh, and wasn't too, not some crazy name thrown in there for for a championship. And um, I, th- I think and maybe that could, would be it. NXT, the NXT United Kingdom, uh, NXT UK television title. Like, it works. I me. love
1: it. Do you think you acknowledge like like you have it maintain the lineage of the old NWA WCW I'd title? Be, I'd be
0: surprised if they did that on. The, uh, well they could do I guess Triple H is quite respectful of the past but I would think they've probably started as a, as a new a new championship I don't know They just there needs to be something like you've got Eddie Dennis in there Ligero. uh we've got Noam Dar now we've got Mark Andrews uh, we have Flash Morgan Webster really he could be challenging him, something like that you've got uh, I don't know if I've said Dave Mastiff yet who I think is going to go up the card though um, Tyler Bate Trent Seven where they're not going for tag team belts so I feel like Trent Seven could probably be competing in in that part of the card. It's there's yeah. so many content,
1: all those people you just named. Exactly. It's like, there's you, you, you can definitely get away with a mid card title now.
0: Mm, absolutely. Nice. Uh, and that was the promos. So we've chatted for almost an hour <laughs> on, <laughs> on promos. Um, and I remember I telling you, I wouldn't keep it too long. <laughs> hey, so, um, I
1: am. I love NXT UK. I could talk about, uh, I could talk about the show with you all day. Definitely. I, mean,
0: so, I might have no to take worries. a nap, but, uh, <laughs> we can go, um, this is the, the joy for, for anyone listening. Uh, this, we are in, there's time zone differences right now. <laughs> that we're dealing with <laughs> yeah. It is late at night for me. I guess it's uh, uh, getting sort of mid evening for yourself right it's now. evening for us, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. It's,
1: uh, it's 7 p.m. Uh, for us right now.
0: Oh, you're yeah, an hour closer because the clock change. That's right. It would normally, yeah, be, because we it would change normally be 6, 6 p.m. Yeah.
1: Gotta be weird and American and change our clock. Well,
0: I was I changed at the end of the month. Uh, so, annoyingly, the week before WrestleMania. So WrestleMania will return to a, tw- a midnight start for me. <laughs> I, was hoping, I was hoping we'd get it at uh, 11. Uh, so. Oh, I
1: didn't know that you even did uh, like a clock change.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, March and uh, October. I don't know if it's the same for you, but yeah, we uh, we do. It. But it means that there's like probably five up to six weeks of the year where it roars on at like midnight instead of 1 a.m. and <laughs> Stuff like that. Oh, my so, God. And these, these are the moments you... Uh, you live for as a British <laughs> wrestling fan when you see that the pay-per-view starting earlier like oh my god yes I don't have to go into work on two hours sleep I can have three hours sleep instead <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> god
1: I feel so bad for you thinking about it that way well I that's why
0: it. we feel so happy to have NXT UK because it's on at 8 eight p.m it's prime time for us hey, um, you, you
1: deserve it I mean you know there's a, a obviously a, fen- a phenomenal wrestling scene there, turning out a ton of great talent and uh you know, and and I I think people here don't really think about it, but I mean, what the the United Kingdom has like 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 sixty five million people, yeah, ish, yeah, roughly. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's a lot of people. Like that's more than our largest state has. So I mean, you know. Give you guys a primetime show, eh? Yeah, we deserve
0: it. I don't know. If, I don't know if NXT UK is getting sixty-five million viewers, mind, but we're... Uh... <laughs> it'd be great if it was. Maybe we get WrestleMania over here if that, if it was the case. Uh, right, let's talk the matches because we got yeah. uh, we got four, I believe it was. Well, yeah, four matches. Yeah, you know, we opened.
1: That got back to a four matches too because like a few of those shows, especially like the the US NXT, like they were kind of going to like two, three match shows all of a sudden, and it was like. You know, I love these loaded shows with like four matches. But uh, yeah, so uh, opening bout.
0: Flash Morgan Webster versus Wolfgang. Uh, Nice to see Flash in a singles bout again. Uh, He's been sort of doing a bit of tag team stuff with Mark Andrews uh, until recently. Uh, I like that Gallus still came out with Wolfgang in his entrance, even though obviously they had the match uh, set for later on the episode. Um, I'll tell you something I love during during the build-up to this match was uh, Vic Joseph Mentioned the beatdown that Wolfgang uh, took part in of Flash, uh, probably by episode five or back then uh, when Gallus were formed. Yeah, and again, <laughs> referencing its history on the show, and it was like, uh, and they talked about how it's the first time these guys are in a match, uh, but there's history there. We doubt Flash has forgotten that Wolfgang was giving him a beating when Wolfgang made the turn, and I just, I just love that that got mentioned.
1: And that's great because it's like, even though it was a while ago, it still kind of gives you a reason for this match. Like, even though I I have nothing against, you know, random match pairings, uh, it's kind of nice that it gives you some history and a reason for them to uh, be having a match.
0: And it was a good match. Yeah. I mean, I loved the, uh, there was a bit where Wolfgang was walking around the ring and, uh, and Flash was just—he was doing his—I don't know—he was doing suicide dives, whatever he was doing. But he was just hitting him on each on each side of the ring. He was hitting him with a different piece of. It's like a different dive ring. or a different. Yeah, aerial. and I back and back then back. you just see Wolfgang still couldn't take Wolfgang down, but you could see Wolfgang just sort of stumbling and. Uh, Flash
1: and... was selling like mad for him. Oh, like, Flash is a
0: good seller. He is yeah. really good at selling.
1: <laughs> he's like, so he's so good. I love when he does the flip cells for the clotheslines. Like that was he made he made Wolfgang look like a monster,
0: I which mean, is how Wolfgang really should be presented. Yeah. I,
1: I totally agree. Yes,
0: <laughs> and he is now. I, I hated Wolfgang when he was a, not as in. I didn't I didn't hate him, but Wolfgang is a face. I did not like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just thought I this guy is yeah. Is yeah. It's like he,
1: yeah. he he belongs with Gallus too. I mean, he goes so great with the Coffee Brothers. Um, and uh, yeah, no, this was this was a great match. That oh. the... That combo power bomb move
0: oh, into, did, the... into the
1: ring post and into the ring apron. Oh yeah, brutal. God.
0: And he didn't yeah, try to I... protect him on the uh, when he put him down on the apron. No, <laughs> he sure a... didn't. Yeah, that was <laughs> um, that, that was a lovely finish. And obviously, he took him in the ring, and it was over uh, very quickly after that. But yeah, that that particular move was. Um,
1: that was devastating. Like, so, I, I died a little bit.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know how you prepare for all that. You know, you know, if your, your Flash, you know it's coming. But I don't know how you really prepare your body to, to get slammed into a steel ring post. Yeah, just bash sure down on, on the row
1: machine, I guess. I mean, like...
0: <laughs> but that was a good opening match. Um, you could, And this is the story of, of this show, really, is that it, it got Wolfgang over. But a protective flash, and and this brings us on to, um, onto the next match, which was, you know, was Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams versus uh, Tyson T Bone and Saxon Huxley tag team action. I knew as soon as the match started, this is to get Jordan and Williams over. Uh, you could tell they're headed towards a a title match as the good faces for Zach Gibson and James Drake. Like a filler match before the Mustache Mountain 2 yeah. kicks in.
1: This would be a great <laughs> team for for uh grizzled young veterans to grizzled, grizzled young veterans <laughs> yeah. devour before the rematch. Yeah,
0: exactly. And this yeah. seems to be so I knew what was gonna go on straight away. Yeah. what I loved is that um uh T Bone and, and Huxley actually dominated the match for the most part. They 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 are physically bigger. Um, there's no reason why Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams should be kicking their asses. Uh, and actually, that happened to be the case. T-Bone and Huxley, they were just isolating Amir Jordan. You couldn't get the hot tag. You knew the hot tag was coming, because that's—you know it suits Kenny Williams as well. But I just thought um, they just used the size and power advantage. And then obviously, when, when finally the, the hot tag did come, and Kenny Williams just cleaned house. And yeah. Before you knew it, Jordan got the pin with... Uh, <laughs> It's the first time I've first time I've noticed them say this, and they probably, maybe they said before. But they called they called this Swanton bomb the the Swanton Bombay. I
1: I, I had not heard that before either. So I, it, it been tickled
0: there. me. It tickled it did, me.
1: A, their post match celebration was glorious. Like that was the, the 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 tackle hug and everything. Like it was like oh my god, we won. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: I I love that They still. Because it's been going on a few months now where they have one, but it was that was the story, wasn't it, uh, for a while, was that they they couldn't win a match, uh, and now they now they are getting them, and they're still, you know, Kenny Williams is still like, no, no, let's not get too ahead of ourselves, and uh, and when you see it live, I mean, I never, when I watch it on TV, I'm, I kind of hate the dancing stuff uh, of, of any wrestlers whenever I see these segments, but when you're there live, and you watch Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan doing their thing, oh, you, you buy into it.
1: Right, right, right. You've done a
0: little dancing as well. Just, it just works so much in like a live a live event um, uh, environment when you're actually there uh, for it. I'll tell you one thing that uh, confuses me though Tyson T Bone and Saxon Huxley only got together probably two months ago or whenever it was on the show. Uh, and they come out to, uh, they have music that's just theirs. Uh, they have the uh, the do we even call it a titan tron anymore? Uh, I don't know if we do. the the right,
1: their entrance video. Basically. Yeah, they have an entrance yeah. video
0: that's uh, that's both their names. But then we've got uh, Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams, who have been a tag team since almost like, God, episode seven or something of the show. And, and they, they still s- come out
1: separate. Yeah, yeah they still come out <laughs> separate.
0: I don't understand it. It's, like, it's And I hate that. I hate when you get like the little bit of music for one, and then they stop. And then, uh, you know, like Bailey and Sasha Banks. That's a chance now. Let's yeah. just let's just give them a song ma- mash it up if you need to. They've done they've Something. done that with teams before. They've mashed the songs up and Or at uh, least
1: let somebody have almost their full entrance. Cause like, you know, Sasha's entrance is cool anyway. Um and, and you know, and do that. But but yeah, I, I don't know if it's because their personalities are so different. Cause that's another really unique pairing. Um and uh you know, I don't know if they just wanna be able to kind of highlight both of their personalities, or something, but it is really strange that they come out to both of their individual uh, songs versus the you know the fresher, newer team that's just you know a a unit now. Yeah, is, it is bizarre.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna uh, start a petition.
1: You feel like uh, you feel like this match probably you know you feel like this didn't really hurt T Bone and Huxley that yeah, much. No,
0: I think it looked. Yeah, um, uh, I don't think they should be losing as much as they lose. Uh, and I've always thought this about. I've I've i met Tyson T Bone once uh, at a show in Manchester about two years ago, or a year and a half ago, and just a stellar guy, it, uh, you know. And he, he impressed me so much, and so I've got a soft spot for him. Uh, I and got, I, <laughs> and I want to I want to see him win more. And I think that they always build him up, and he loses. Uh, like he had the uh, he had the rivalry with Dave Mastiff, um, which. Didn't really go anywhere in the end because he talked and talked and talked, and then he, he lost the match that they eventually had. And I'm, this match, I thought, protected them a bit more because they did dominate it. They just got beaten at the end by Kenny Williams's energy. And I the
1: Swanton Bombay. Yeah,
0: then the Swanton Bombay, who can kick out of that? So exactly. I just think. So I think that you do need them in there. You've got to have some, like we said earlier about enhancement talent. You need to have people in those roles. Um, a Tyson T-Bone, for his size, should he be in that role? That is a whole other discussion. Uh, I, I don't... I, probably not. Uh, I think he's, he's too big to be losing too regularly, I think, to, to smaller guys. Uh, but yeah, I thought everyone came off great on this. And that's what I was getting... Before, when we started talking about this one, I was talking about how um, these matches were very clearly designed for long-term progression on the whole show. Uh, but they protected the loser because yes. these were very much felt almost jobber and um, against the main talent matches. But actually, you watched them. And you thought they were great. I mean, let's, let's, let's go on to the, the next match, which is a perfect example because I timed yeah. it. Candy Floss versus the uh, debut and Kaylee Ray making a, a second uh, match on TV in WWE um, after she was in the first May Young Classic in the first ever match of the May Young Classic. Yeah, I believe she was in, she lost, uh, she was in as a, she came in as a stand-in for Nixon, that's not Nixon, Neal now, Tegan Knox. Um God, I mean, using the wrong names. Uh, I, believe, <laughs> I believe she came in, well, everyone always says she came in um, because Tegan recommended her after getting injured or whatever the deal was there. But this match went two minutes, all right? And anyone else, I've seen people on Reddit and stuff before talk about how NXT UK has, look at the short matches, I'm not interested in those. Those two minutes felt like five or six, and not in a bad way. I thought they crammed so much into it; it didn't, but it didn't feel rushed. Um, the common, the announcers made uh, Kaylee Ray a big deal. They said, "Which is good." Yeah, I mean, I if, you, if if you don't know her at all, I mean, in the UK, she was actually on. So I don't know if you were, ever heard of World of Sport, uh, which was um, p- perhaps one of the reasons why NXT UK came along. Uh, that the whole basically world of sport used to exist as a wrestling uh show in the uk decades ago it stopped it went away for 20 years or whatever and then ITV, oh wow itv was uh, one of our channels it's a, it's an itv is like a prime it's one of our main five channels so like you have like the the cable channels who were their one million viewers or less but itv will get like 10 to 20 million viewers. So i got they, you yeah so it's they were like, bringing back yeah. um, world of sport to three years ago uh, okay, and... see, I'd
1: heard of World of Sport, but I thought it was a brand new thing.
0: Uh, well, it, it, it came for a special. It had people like Joe Coffey on there and Zach Gibson, and it didn't go anywhere. It wasn't a great show. I mean, um, rumor is that that is what forced the um, the UK tournament to come along. I don't believe that's true, but I'll, I'll, maybe we'll chat about that another show, actually, because uh, that's, that's a really good subject. I don't think that's all true. But basically, they did do a TV show version of it uh, last year, at the end of the year, and Kaylee Ray was on there. So okay, I, uh, And she's obviously ditched her contract because that show, I don't think it's going to come back. They're still doing live events, but uh she's come to NXT UK. Um, she, I think she's made the right decision now for herself. Uh, but so I would say that in Britain, people probably have more of an idea of who she is than say maybe over, over where you are. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, so, if,
1: if over here, the only people who would know who she is probably were either like uh the the you know the very few like diehard British wrestling fans yeah. over here, or people who watch the Maeon Classic, and and
0: realistically, who's going to remember her from that match? Because it was right, the very first match. Oh, far, yeah. There's <laughs> you <know, it's>, <laughs> exactly. been so many matches. Well, there's been probably about twenty episodes of that show. There's like four matches on each episode. So, so yeah, um, yeah. So people probably remember it from that. But I thought that uh, I I thought that Joseph. And uh, McGuinness did such a great job of saying, yeah, she, they said she's up there with Tony Storm. She's up there with Ginny. She could be a champion very quickly. They, they really, they they really it, put yeah. her
1: over. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, like, it's like she ain't going to have to um, pay her dues. Like she's been brought in. And I feel like they, that's probably how they sold the brand to her when they, when they went back to her and said, look, come over to us. They probably said, we, we will insert you into that title picture straight away. I mean, uh, she's just had a, a match a week or two ago against Tony Storm defending the uh, ICW Women's Championship. So, you know, these, these guys are facing each other in other companies. So, so
1: then they got, which is great because they will already have good chemistry for when they get into, you know, an NXT UK program together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, same with Tony and Ginny now as well because there's so much history with each other. So I just loved how, and I didn't think, uh, when Candy Floss came out, I'd forgotten for a minute that Cartie Ray was debuting, and Candy Foss came out and I thought, okay, she's losing
1: <laughs> because
0: <laughs> unfortunately, that is the role she's in right now, yeah um, but she's I mean she's what she's 18? good at Yeah, oh yeah, she's young yeah she's really I mean
1: it's great, she's part of the roster, she's getting great experience, and you know it's like you know, give it a year or two, and she could be you know like a an, you know like not that she's not important, but like a you know a more important part of the show
0: well she's still working so I don't I know there's like apparently there's different tiered contracts in NXT UK so there's the ones who are on exclusive deals uh, there's a handful of them there's some who are on where they can appear for certain promotions uh, but they can't appear on other ones who have streaming services Uh, and then there's the other contracts where it's kind of like we've got you on retainer uh, but you can go and work wherever you want to work but you can't you can't Go to these this particular promotion or that one, sure, otherwise, sure. you can sure. go anywhere. And I think, um, Candy Floss is on the ones who's still wrestling some of the um the, sort of uh, the newer promotions in the UK, like Riptide Wrestling. Okay. And um, so, and I think Zaya Brookside, I, th- I swear, I've seen that she's just going back over to Stardom, um, to do some, some stuff in Japan. So, um, so these younger ones are being given these opportunities to, to still learn on the industry, which is scene great and yeah. not swallow them up because you don't want to, you don't want to take them at 18 or 19 and put them in the performance center and leave them there because they're not going to learn all the different styles which is what makes british wrestling what it is which is that it's you know it's Dunn starting wrestling when he was 13 you know it's tyler Beta, age 19 being able to win the united kingdom championship that's that's british wrestling because these guys start young and they learn so much and i think that for a Candy to still be allowed to go wrestle elsewhere i don't know what a deal is i don't know she must it's got to be more than just a sort of we'll pay you to come and do a match for us this weekend. Right, she's right. been she's been at pretty much every taper, I think since uh, since she debuted uh, in Plymouth. Yeah. So, um, but I think she'll keep learning. And as I said earlier, and as you just said then as well, in one year's time, you can just pull the trigger and think right, we're go- we're taping six episodes this weekend. They're going to make these about candy floss, and we're going to start it in the first episode. And then by this because they they tape three episodes each night on the two nights of taping, so we'll say right, first episode, we'll start building it by the, uh, the the main event of the second night, we're going to have her against the champion. Um, but on TV, that's going to be six weeks. And in the six weeks, we're going to change everyone's perception of her who thinks that she's uh, just there to lose. And we're going to make them believe. Because wrestlers like that. You, know, you can take someone who, yeah. look, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> you know, Right. Time, he was the definition of a job.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. the,
0: and then he's WWE champion. And that happened in the space of a couple of weeks. And yeah, so, yeah and then... it's
1: amazing what what good TV can do for that, and and yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, um, oh, <laughs> about that match, that overhand chop that yeah. Haley Ray delivered, like I felt that
0: <laughs> brutal, wasn't it? And I yeah, think yeah, that, w- uh...
1: that woke me up. <laughs>
0: was,
1: like they were they were wrestling it was going good okay cool boom 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 and then all the sudden, wham and i was like whoa <laughs> like my soul hurt for candy floss a little bit right there <laughs>
0: it's british uh, wrestling man
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's 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 which is awesome
0: <laughs> strong <laughs> first showing for katie ray though yeah
1: yeah great i mean uh yeah because it was it was short and decisive but not it, it, it didn't. It wasn't a squash, you know. No, a, and that's, yeah, that's my whole match. point.
0: Yeah, none of these yeah. were squashes, and yeah. someone would look at that and say, "Oh, Candy Foss lost in two minutes. So she got squashed." No, what? Watched the match. She didn't exactly. get squashed <laughs> at all. In the same way that Flash Morgan Webster and, um, and Wolfgang, it wasn't actually a long opening match compared to other ones you get, and that wasn't a squash. You know, that was competitive. No, that was a good the tag team good. one. Was, was competitive. It was. Yeah. No, you very rarely get squashes that are clear cut squashes. On, yeah, on NXT, especially UK. not on
1: nxt or nxt uk yeah yeah it's, it's
0: no one comes out looking bad from a squash yeah, on the really nxt good. shows you know um <laughs> let's talk main event so oh what a match and i was oh, and it's, it was we great. talked earlier about the show going long. i mean at the time it started at like the match itself was like it was i think when the bell rung we were 51 minutes into the hour and i thought Shit! This is only gonna go. I just swore on the show for the first time. That's what.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, um, you know, we, we have like nine minutes for this. Like, so I was expecting some kind of like indecisive finish or yeah. something. Uh And then when it just kept going, I was like, "No, okay." Went twenty it was, minutes.
0: Yeah, it yeah was a, like okay, a great match, it, guys. really good match. Like, it's amazing how well uh Walter and Pete Dunne worked as a team. Because obviously, the story of the match was that. It started off actually. Uh, Walter was in the ring. The uh, Mark Coffee, Joe Coffee, they couldn't get Walter down, so he was uh, inviting them to keep trying. And then tagging in and out with Pete Dunne, and they were. And then it became just a case of Pete Dunne and Walter were uh, trying to one up each other, uh, you know, <laughs> showing off and saying I'm better than you, and then no, no, I'm better than you. And then it's it, interesting
1: that the faces kind of cut the ring off. Yeah, in, yeah. In the scenario.
0: And it did and it didn't feel weird though. Like it, it was working. You felt like they were progressing that story um between Pete and Walter and I didn't I didn't think that at any time the the coffees in that part of the match looked like they weren't a threat. Just because they couldn't get Walter down. I think that's just the way they're building Walter up as such a big big
1: well, I, animal. Yeah. I mean Walter's the size of a bus, so I mean <laughs> You know, It's like, you, you're not going to get him down easily anyway. And we know what Pete Dunn's capable of. So it, yeah, I, I never thought the coffees looked, looked bad either. I was, I was starting to get a little concerned at one point, but it was because of the, it was because of the time. Because I was yeah. I was like this this is about to end, and the coffees haven't gotten anything in, and then all of a sudden they were able to start kind of mounting some offense in the match and I felt like that's when the match like started really getting going, and there was some great stuff as it went down the stretch of the last like five minutes.
0: Oh yeah, I thought that the um, yeah, when, when they flipped it round and then so the, the story of the match changed it wasn't suddenly it wasn't suddenly Pete and Walter showing off in front of each other. it was actually well they're in a fight now because um, the coffees have got bolted down. The taking out Pete and I thought it was just great tag team um, behavior from from the coffees as well like you know one was taking out one on one side of the ring whilst the other was pulling the other guy off from by uh, from the tag corner you know so um I just thought it, it was a, i thought it was a fantastic fantastic match and you know that one there was a few really good spots in there. but there was the um <clears throat> the one in particular i think it must have been to joe coffee i can't remember the finger snap into the the double germans oh, i was yeah, it was, I was Joe Coffey. Finger snapped for that one. Yeah, and then double German suplex. I couldn't even. I made it in my notes. and I got the little like shocked emoji with the blue, the blue yes. head <laughs> on my notes. I couldn't believe it. God, what a spot that was! It uh, made me that think, why can't Walter I and Pete was... Dunn just be a tag team? <laughs> I was just like making no a team. Way. I'm living for these kind of spots. That was a it brilliant was, moment. That
1: was, that was incredible. There was there was the one funny bit where uh, Walter was supposed to go over the top rope and didn't quite make it, but I was Worked like, it you well. Know, I think I he cut like, himself you know, though. He cut you, himself. You yeah. That, you think that guy's ever lost a battle royal? Come on. Like, <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. It was unfortunate. He did a good job of um of taking himself out of the actual. Oh, totally.
1: Yeah. He covered it perfectly fine. Because yeah, how often was, do
0: you see was... some? Do you see people? And this isn't uh, a slight on the main roster, but you see someone miss that, and they just awkwardly yeah. try and redo the jump, and you're like, are like, I just saw that on TV. <laughs> like, do a better <laughs> job of hiding it because now, yeah, now he you're did, and he did. He totally.
1: It was almost like he sold it like he got hit in the face with the rope.
0: Yeah, well, he was bleeding. So I was saying he was bleeding, and I think it was I mean, from yeah, the he, uh, it was from that moment. And what it, was interesting, yeah. they didn't they didn't hide the blood either. Uh, they they never came and covered it up or anything. So, um, but obviously uh, they did win the match. Uh, Walter and Pete Dunn. There was a stare down. Uh, Pete went to go then pick up the United Kingdom Championship, but uh, Walter put his foot on it, picked it himself. Had a very subtle. But long enough. Look at the belt to sort of say,
1: "I want mm, this. I
0: want it." Yeah, yeah this is looking yeah. around my waist and handed it over. So I mean, we're being, we're definitely being teased for that being Pete's next challenger. Uh, what was your feeling? There was an
1: interesting bit too before that where um, I think it was Joe had the title. Oh had, yeah, had the yeah, belt yeah. and and Walter like kind of gestured to to Pete to move, and he kicked him in the face, and they kind of made it feel like, you know. How and you know who was he going for? But at the end of it, they settled on no. He was he was looking out for Pete Pete's well being, even though he wants his championship. He's not. It's not like a. This isn't a malicious feud. This is a competitive feud.
0: I I'm loving the top of the card right now because you got. Oh yeah. You know they've managed to keep, and this and this isn't easy in in wrestling on on these weekly shows. Joe Coffey lost that takeover Blackpool match. I've already said I thought he should have won the match, but whatever. With Two months removed and he's still credible in the main event. so when you see Joe Coffey holding the belt in the ring and he's gonna hit, hit Pete Dunn or something, you still feel like he belongs there. They don't they yeah, um, and he, yeah, he's lost yeah. this match. But they haven't they haven't just um thought, right, we need to we're going ahead with this new feud now, we need to cool off on on Joe. It's like, well no, they're actually kept, they've kept him looking quite strong still. So I'm glad they
1: have too, because that's uh, you know like we were saying before like that's a great stable and and I definitely think I'm with you where I think Joe is a solid main eventer all the way and um, and, and I'd love to see him in the championship picture you know going forward uh, for a long time I, I think he's he's great in that spot that, that the Blackpool match with him and Pete Dunne was just you know I was going out of my mind I've, I've rewatched it a couple times it was no so good yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah it was good. Well you know, like I said I was I was there and it was brilliant. Unfortunately the, the tap out happened uh, away from me. So it ended so suddenly subt- from my perspective the match ended so quickly. Uh, it just really because, did. Just I know, because like... I couldn't see I couldn't see the tap out. So yeah. I was front row, but I was I was behind behind it all. So um
1: like you were front row, man. Like
0: Oh I'm, man, I'm very lucky. Oh, yeah. I'm... I have a friend who's incredibly lucky with these tickets whenever <laughs> whenever we go. Um yeah. it's not I don't make oh, like I... a habit of it. So. <laughs> When I go on my own, I end up. Uh, if I ever get tickets on my own, I end up in the bloody tears or somewhere. But whenever, whenever my mates involved, in it, we end up in front row with cameras and our bloody faces for the whole show. And then uh, that's, awesome. that's why it's why I get so drunk at them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not too self conscious now. Um, so, your favorite match of the night?
1: Well, it's really hard to not go with the main event. Yeah. Um, so that, that feels like too obvious of a choice. So I'm going to be really cool. Okay. And, um, and I know, and I normally also favor women's matches a lot because I'm, they're always very entertaining and I think they work really hard probably because they have to, um, you know, just to, to, to be able to like, you know, get more noticed or whatever. But, um, I, I'm really into the opening match Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I loved I loved flash and Wolfgang. Like that was, uh. I thought that was you know it it was perfect in the opener and um you know it was it was fast paced it was pretty relentless you know never stopped moving Did his around the ring and you know and a good win for wolfgang but i mean top to bottom i love the whole show though it
0: worked didn't it and yeah it went it went it went long like we said but and it was loaded with with promos uh, and interviews, but actually the wrestling was great as well. Um, I feel
1: like this is is a perfect example of exactly what you want out of an episode of the show. Like, you know, if if it was like this every week as far as the length of time and how many matches and how many segments, I love that the segments too, the the, the promo segments were, they were, they were good, but they were also like concise. hmm. And so like, Whereas sometimes on regular NXT the promos have been starting to get kind of like borderline raw length, and it's like ten minutes into NXT and it's like, well, okay, maybe we can have a match now, but like these promos were like thirty seconds, but they get so much uh, accomplished with them, and then we're back to action in the ring. It was it was a really 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 good show. <laughs>
0: No, it was. I, I'm with you on that one. One of my favorites. I've, I've loved all the episodes back in the UK. So last week, this week, it's been nice. I enjoyed the Phoenix ones, but it's there's a very different feel to the show when it's in the UK, just from crowd to the in-ring action to the story progression. The crowd progression.
1: is such a, a great part of this program, and I, I love it. I love, I love seeing every week what they come up with next. I, the, 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 the nonsense last week when they were singing at Jordan Devlin about his head being too big.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was <laughs> the um? I, I, I was watching the end of that uh, that match again before this one aired. and what was it when he? I think he did a headbutt or something, and they were chanting "massive headbutt" or something <laughs> like that. And I was just like, I was like, man, I shouldn't laugh because this is uh someone's appearance that <laughs> right. But they, they can't do
1: anything about
0: <laughs> Yeah, which is what, this is the kind of thing I hate. Like, as a person, I dislike whenever anyone is um singled out for a, a physical thing that they just have no control over you know, I and uh, you. they don't like the term ugly, you know, things like that. It's like, well, no, yeah, it's ugly. unnecessary. It's like... know, not ugly. Yeah, what, what, yeah. How 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 can you decide that? Or um, It's just things yeah. we can't control, but it's hilarious, though.
1: His <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, these
0: creative chance <laughs> for how big his head is. <laughs> I
1: know. I, I, I mean, I noticed it about him right away. I was like, I was like, does his head look a little bit bigger? Like, and I wasn't even, I wasn't trying to say it in like a mean way. I was just like, I just noticed it. And I was like, yeah.
0: I think it's, it's his been, body shape. Yeah, below. I don't think his head is any big. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's just he's he's like think, got a
1: he's got like a he's really cut but like not big. So, yeah, I don't know. Um but but him, the 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 thing with him and Travis Banks was awesome. That's been a great grudge feud this whole time, but it kind of feels like they put the kibosh on that last week. So, I'm interested to see where both of them are going. And those are two guys we didn't see at all on this week's show. Uh, and I'm emotionally invested in both of them, so I'm really looking forward to seeing. Okay, where does Jordan Devlin go from here, and where does Travis Banks go? Because he just lost a, you know, kind of came out on the losing end Big of a feud, really high-profile yeah. feud. So he needs
0: a win. Um, he he, does need, need a he win. needs a high-profile win. And Devlin, yeah. well, I, I said last week, for me, Devlin is one of those ones who should be a champion on the show as well. Um, I don't, but by that seems so crowded, though. I don't know what he's. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do really
1: yeah like can you think of anybody that would be a good next not off like, the top of my head um yeah. for,
0: for a food i can't gosh i'm trying to
1: i mean i would have said mark andrews but it looks like they got him involved in something yeah that would
0: be my one as well but he seems to be in in that i'm trying to think if there's someone who they've kept off tv at all or i haven't seen recently i mean i'd maybe like maybe for devlin's had so many matches that it'd probably be someone they'd have to revisit um
1: yeah, because for a while it seemed like Devlin was on every single episode. Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> maybe
0: do Devlin and, and Leguero again. Give Leguero his first proper uh, proper food. Yeah. That mini food of Joseph Connors. But otherwise, he's he's done some pretty sort of cold matches, hasn't he? But um, maybe maybe there's something there they could stretch over a yeah. couple of months of TV. But, uh, I could see it. Uh, so, a uh, quick question for you before we wrap this up. Yeah. Uh putting you on the spot. What's okay. your favorite NXT UK match so far?
1: My favorite NXT UK match so far, out of all of the TV matches, and you can in- probably be you can include oh, Takeover
0: in- as well, Blackpool.
1: Okay, if I if I include Takeover, then I probably got to go with uh, Pete Dunne and Joe Coffey.
0: Okay, and um, if you don't include,
1: if I don't include that, yeah. it's Rhea Ripley and Diana Perrazzo. Oh wow, twenty. I've, wow, I've rewatched that match five or six times. I couldn't even tell you exactly what it is specifically but i just i've i've i love that match i don't know i love their energy and uh i love the 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 way they work together and and uh some of the spots in that match were really fun and i thought that it did a great job of really showcasing what diana can do because i think she is criminally underrated she is so just mind-blowingly good and in uh, Rhea Ripley as, as great as she is at being dominant is also amazing at selling for people and making people like, I mean, she makes Casey Cannizzaro look like a million dollars and you know, Rhea can crush her. So yeah. I, I just, I love their, I love them together. And uh, I don't know. I just, I love that match.
0: I, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> um, I thought we were going to get one of the, uh, the United Kingdom championship matches from early on in the show or something like that. I'm a, I've, Oh, which those are,
1: those are, I mean, those are phenomenal as well. I'd take nothing away from, from any of them. I mean, you know, I, I think, I think this entire roster is just ridiculously talented and there, there's, there are no weak points on this entire roster. Like just top to bottom, you look at there's, there's nobody that I would say, Oh, I don't want to see any more of them. I want to see more of everybody. (laughs) Um, We'll
0: get chances. This show is going to stick around for, a Long time, hopefully.
1: I hope that I hope one day we're sitting here talking about what, what episode was this?
0: Uh, 34.
1: Yeah, I hope one day we're sitting here talking about episode 934. I mean, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, so, so how I many mean,
0: episodes, so in, it was like 18 years or something, <laughs> something like that?
1: Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and go on record and call myself unofficially the biggest NXT UK fan in the United States.
0: <laughs> well give, given your favourite match you just said and you quoted the episode number, episode 20 you said was it?" Uh, that is uh, I, I'm not going to challenge that that bold claim uh, maybe it's not so bold <laughs> um, so uh, right now, thank you very much for coming coming on the show and talking I've really enjoyed this, we've gone so long ourselves as well as the show and it's a bit, but you know what, it's flown by uh, if people want to follow you and sort of see a bit more of just your, your great wrestling knowledge well where can they do that? <laughs>
1: Well, uh, let's not get too ahead of ourselves on Grey, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, BrentFFF. That's a reference to the band I'm in. Um, I believe it's Brent BrentFFF on Instagram as well. And uh, Brent Caldwell on Facebook if you want to add me.
0: Thank you, Brent. That was brilliant. Uh, Brent will be back on the show, guys. Uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. I love talking about NXT UK with him. His passion for the brand was just incredible and insane, and I loved his choice of favourite match as well. It was a bumper-sized episode of We Are The Universe this week. I always say I'm going to make them shorter every week, but they seem to get bigger. Maybe it's because we're just all people who love this show talking about the thing we have in common, which is a damn fine wrestling show that airs every week on a Wednesday, 8pm GMT. And uh, I think, what is it now? It's normally 3 p.m. Eastern, but I think it's 4 p.m. right now uh, because of the whole daylight saving thing that they have in America. Uh, that will change soon once the British clocks change. And again, please subscribe to this show on whatever podcast platform you use. Rate us, give us feedback, and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The account to follow is wearenxtuk you can follow me specifically on Twitter at Kyle Thomas West. I'll talk wrestling on that account. i talk wrestling on We Are NXT UK too. So please just follow. That would be great to chat to you all. Let me know your thoughts. If you're interested in coming on this show, please get in touch. a doors open all the time. I'm looking for people to come on every single week. We're booking it ahead of time, but there's always a spot that comes available. So please get in touch. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy your week. I can't wait to see you all again uh, in a week's time and chat about episode 35 of NXT UK, which has got some great matches announced already. Eddie Dennis versus Liguero, Tyler Bate versus James Drake. It's going to be such a fantastic week again. I will be joined by a returning guest uh, who I will name closer to the time. Um, Thank you very much, guys. You enjoy your weeks. We'll see you same time, same place next week.